just you get to choose. Like here's here's the scenario: the the environment gives us something which can be perceived as negative, can be perceived as not working, can be perceived as problematic. The world's ending. So we get to choose to see it like that, or we get to see choose to see it as an opportunity. So clearly, that it's my responsibility now to do that for other people. If I have information, and you know, other people's success is my success, and vice versa. Because you know what, like the challenges or the roadblocks are the journey themselves. There's no big things. It's all little things compounding on top of each other. You're in attack mode today, coach. I heard you're in attack mode today. Uh, yeah, we were just talking off camera about I'm trying to figure out when I noticed that for myself today that uh, sometimes when I have downtime or breaks or 30 minutes to collect myself or uh, free time, I find myself regrouping, doing some internal work, either meditating or sitting by myself or getting away from my computer, going for a walk. And today I was just in attack mode this whole time and I felt like my energy level was. Uh, unlimited, like I could tap into whatever I wanted to, whenever I wanted to. That's a good feeling. It's pretty cool. And in your totality of your day, how busy was it? Like how much, how full was it? It's a good question. I had a big chunk of free time um, right in mm. the middle, about two mm. hours. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and I got some stuff done during that time. Okay, cool. And then, like, is that different from how it normally would be? Yeah, it's a pretty unique day. And even if I had that day in previous days or on a different day, I would find myself taking at least a half hour of that time to go and sit and be my, by myself and get away from everything. And I didn't feel oh, like yeah. that was necessary today. If I had a chunk that big, I'd definitely spend some time doing something else. I think it's funny, like, it's also seasonal. We talk about the seasons of your business, seasons of your life, but also seasons, like the actual seasons outside. If it's summer, like I want to get outside as soon as I can. If it's, I mean, it's sunny outside today in uh, sunny North Carolina here, but it, that also depends to me as well how about feel about things. That's my, my theory about how some countries that have worse weather tend to be more productive. <laughs> it's like... I'm like, if it's nice and like hot outside, I was going to sit outside and be warm and just be like, everything's fine. I don't need to do anything. It's like, it's miserable outside. It's like, I might as well make, make the best of my life and just get some work done, you know? But did, was there anything different in terms of your morning routine today? Did you get even more focused on your must outcomes for today? Anything different in that boot up routine? You know, I was thinking of that. I, I think I have my theories. I've re-engaged with a version of Miracle Morning for the past two weeks. So this is day number... Right. Yeah, day number seven of the weekdays. So I uh, had a great week last week and um, continuing that momentum into this week. So this morning in particular, I did some of that shadow work that we, we've touched upon in previous connections. And uh, I feel like I wa might want to share some of my experiences today with that because it was so impactful for me. I think it's I've gotten the most impact in the past with help from other coaches or even another coach guiding me through that process. And I did it by myself today and it was so empowering. It was cool, cool experience. Awesome. For context, for anyone who doesn't know what that is, we're talking about some specific tools from the book Tools. And uh, also that was the guy that did that was uh, on a recent Netflix documentary with Jonah Hill. And uh, I started reading that book as well. And um, so there's some, some tools in there about the shadow work. So tell us, coach, what did you, what did you get to? 
Yeah, so this is very uh, apropos for me who I'm getting into more presentations this year and speaking in front of audience and, and engagements like that. And there's a, a chapter in there called Inner Authority. And the concept is that when we get into uh, presentation opportunities or any place, you know, it could be sports related as well, where we're performing in front of people, we have this tendency to clam up or to feel like we're, you know, if the spotlight is on us, that we can't perform, we can't be ourselves. We can't access that energy part of us, that energetic part of us that is just who we are. And of course, we can think of instances where we were in that mode and just felt so natural it just comes out of us. Um, you know, an athlete would, would describe that as being in the zone. All right. So this book talks about how to or what to do when you're in that a bit of a freeze place or feeling like you're low energy or can't access the energy that you typically do. And that was the exercise I ran through myself this morning. It was, it was pretty enlightening. Hmm. And, and is there a, is there a thing so I'm, I'm, I'm on my own journey with this as well. So there's some things that I don't quite understand yet. And I think that's okay. Right. Cause these tools are tools for versions of things that can't really be articulated. So it's hard to articulate what the outcome is. And that's why they're kind of abstract things that tend to come out of them. But how do you know it was enlightening? What was the, is it a feeling? Is it a distinction? Is it, can you point to something? Yeah. I'm glad you said that today. Cause I was in the same boat and not that I've figured it out or anything like that, but I left today with like, oh, that was a huge step in the right direction to, to understanding how this works. So the concept being here, here's the whole concept for all the listeners out there that when we present, we're, we're very in the know of the parts of us that we don't want people to know about. All right. So when we want to perform, we want to speak naturally from that place of truth. We can feel like not like a fraud, but uh, we want to be as authentic as possible. If we, we feel like we're checking a box or having to say something that other people are expecting of us, then we have this hesitation because we feel like we might be exposed. There might be a, a part of us that comes out during that time that we don't want other people to see. And so a version of that for me would be, you know, me not speaking from my heart. If I felt like I, I had to say something or I had to accomplish something or get something done or resonate with people. And that's not how it works. Uh, people resonate the most with other people who are passionate and speak freely about being their their authentic selves mm -hmm. so what is that it's it was the exploration for me for wh what was that like what part of uh myself am i hiding and an easy way to think about this is to refer to it as, as a shadow it's like a mini version of yourself that usually shows up in the form of a past version of an embarrassing moment or something you're not proud of something you're maybe even shameful of and i did that and i did this exercise with a client today who said you know, he grew up kind of poor. So whenever he would, his mom would drop him off to school, it was in like an old beat up car and he got made fun of for it. So that was just what came to mind. There's no reason or explanation for why that version of himself would be, would prevent himself from performing, you know, in this advanced age that he's at. But that was the first memory that came up for him to, to address, to think about. And the idea is that we suppress that version of ourselves. We don't want it to come out. And so what does it do? It's like, it, if you personify it, it prevents you from actually expressing all of yourself because you don't have all of yourself. You're, you're separating yourself from that version of yourself. So that example that pops up with that kid and, and the old car and the getting made fun of, by the way, the exactly thing happened to me. Mm. Um, 
you're saying that that memory, that experience wasn't necessarily related to the thing you wanted to do in that moment. It was just a memory, a experience that he had been holding on to such that he couldn't be his full version of himself because he was had like that baggage or if you want to put it that way. Yep. And so by bringing it up in that moment, even though it wasn't necessarily attached to the outcome he wanted to get to, it was just a, a level of healing which allowed him to go a couple of more percentage points into his ver bigger version of proper version of him. Right? Yes. To answer your question from earlier, if I translate that into my experience, how, how did I know? Like, how did I know that it, it was effective? It was the way that I felt. Like, I, I came out of this experience, like, ready to go, right? Just like how I started this conversation. For whatever reason, I've had this limitless energy today. And now that I'm thinking about it and we're talking through it, I can attribute at least part of it back to that experience from this morning during my miracle morning when I did this. Go ahead. And so to, and yeah, and to address what you most recently just said, you think of it like vibration, right? So this particular client got a doctor's uh, diagnosis that he's not proud of. It was health related, right? So it was something that he wasn't sharing with people, even his family members, because he wasn't proud of it. All right. So we channeled and we tuned into that vibration, if you will, of shame, right? So the question was like, can you think of another time where you felt shame? Where, where did that show up in your life? And, you know, where else could you remember where you were low energy like you are today? And of course, that popped pop right up to him like effortlessly, even though it was decades ago for this particular <laughs> person, right? It's crazy how that works. Um, and, yeah. and it popped up. Mm -hmm. Is the reintegration of that part of you? I mean, I said a couple of percentage points, but we're talking about like, you know. It's, oh, it's night and day. It's like, it's, it's indescribable how, how different it feels. Because there's, the, there's, it seems to me that there's like an unlimited amount of potential healing available. So if you're making that huge distinction that it feels like night and day, and then, so then does that mean like forevermore that there's that huge part that's different? Like, or is it, is it like a, a boost and then it kind of normalizes? Are we, am I going too far into it? I, I, no. You're getting into more of what my life philosophy is, so I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole. But I think we're here to um, to heal as much of ourselves as possible through experiences. Right? How many of these healing opportunities come up that we had we had no frame of reference for at a certain point in time? Right? These these are when we're kids, when we're we don't get to pick our families, we don't get to pick the experiences that we have. You don't get to pick the car that you got dropped off on. Uh, you know, when you, when you made it to school. So there's so many of these instances that are outside of our control that to your point, we'll get that lift. But I think that the hero's journey, the, the, the life struggle requires us to keep addressing those situations. And I think this is my theory. These continue to come up the more that we want, the more that we desire. And if you're feeling in a low vibrational state, it's probably because you've been wanting something and you're being challenged with like life gives you that opportunity to heal something from the past to make you worthy of getting and achieving that thing that you want in the future. Mm. So in order to heal something to get more of you, you have to put a weight or attention to move towards something physical expression of your life such that you can use the 
you have an opportunity to heal something from a deeper level. Is that right? Yes. Set an intention to achieve something, to move forward, and something will inevitably come up, an opportunity for you to heal something, or else you would have already had that thing, right? You would already be experiencing what you want. So the fact that you don't have it is a desire and you move towards it with your action and there's inevitable challenges that come up in that, in that process. Okay. So this is happening anyway, right? As we're moving forward and pushing forward, we're breaking through things daily, maybe weekly, monthly to get to that next level where we see things go, Oh, wow. Like now that I have that and didn't have that before. And even if we don't, even if we didn't notice it, we've had to have done work along the way to remove those things to become that expression of ourselves. Yes, and, and to varying degrees, right? Now that we're conscious of it and addressing things intentionally, I think we get an even greater boost because the, the impact is stronger. And it has to have that tension. Can you, can you go and do the healing work without the, the tension? Like, could you just say, like, in your example, your client there, like, it's shame, right, was the emotion. Can you just go back in there and just, like, find a whole bunch of different shames? Like You could. I think that may be the difference between coaching and therapy, for example. Therapy talks about a lot of the trauma, whereas coaching is, you know, trauma comes up, just happens yeah. to come up because we're, we're uh, desiring something greater. So I think the chances of us addressing it are greatly increased because we want something. We want a different state. Yeah. Right, that's where we're choosing to have more sales or more income, like because we, we want more things. If we were to just, you know, it's our favorite adage like, if you do nothing, your life doesn't stay the same, it gets worse. So, if you just sit there, you're not likely to address some of the things because you don't, you don't want to get out of that state of being, you're just you're accepting it for what it is. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. Right. So I love this thing she made, right? Because coaching is about coaching is about moving forward, and um, you have to dip back there sometimes, but it's so you can move forward. It's not just for the express reason of hanging out back there, which I'm not saying is any less valuable. It's just it's not the same thing. And so take take us home here, coach, because there's a lot of juiciness here. I'm, I'm still getting my arms around this, and uh, I wouldn't say I get resistance to it per se, but I'm, I find it I find it much. Well, maybe it must be resistance, right? Because I find much much easier to go to different areas, right? Yeah, and that's why I love conversations like this because we so rarely uh, have resistance with each other. It's like I think this is so cool. I was trying to assess earlier if um, you were trying to make sense of it and maybe had a little doubt, or if this was just getting you thinking. And it's probably a little bit of both. But I like I like where I appreciate your honesty with that. Yeah. So I want to finish by by sharing. So like, what did I actually do? Right. I described all the way up to that process, but not actually what I did. Right. So this is the, the part where, you know, Josh Greco five years ago would have been like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, this is not something that I would have even embraced, but it's this concept and belief in, in something greater than us, right. A higher power. Some people call it, uh, you can think of it, you know, if you have trouble with that terminology, uh, in the form of a team, right. A team is something greater than what I can contribute or, or, um, convert upon myself, right? A team is a version of a higher power, I would say. So you're channeling something that's greater than you. Okay. So once you've identified what that shameful part of you is, it takes the shape of something, right? It could be an older version of yourself, a younger version of yourself, something from the past, but it, that's where shadow comes in, right? It's like a, a darker version of you. And what you do is 
the concept is you've been suppressing that. You've been, you're not welcome here. This is not something that I'm proud of. I don't want you here. So what you do is you channel this higher power and it could be in, in the form of whatever makes sense to you. So think of somebody who gives you unconditional love in your life. All right. For me, that's my grandmother. Whenever I'm in her presence, it's just like she loves on me. Like no matter what, she just wants to know my experiences. It just makes me feel good. Right. Like I feel it right here. So you, you channel that, right? You channel that good feeling. And then what you do is you direct it towards that shadow, that most shameful part of you that you've been rejecting and you bring it in. And once it feels accepted and a part of you, it carries wisdom with it based on its experience of being neglected and, and usually has something to say to you, right? And this is a little bit woo-woo spiritual type of, type of business here. But whenever I've done this exercise, clients do not hesitate to share what, what it is that message is. And it was so cool for me to hear that on uh, today's Zoom with that client. But then for me myself, and it, it once you what you're doing is integrating all parts of you, or at least that part of you, and that's where your energy comes back. That's why I, I feel the way that I do right now, that I had to run to another room to record this because I wanted a different background, a different setting to even describe my experience today. So that's <laughs> all- <laughs> Awesome, Coach. I mean, what a, what a great way to finish up there. I love that, man. Like, it's almost like the it's something that was taken away from you, and then you not you're not like you remove that thing, but you flip the power around, right? So if it let's say it was taking a negative half percent away, you've not like you've not just got half percent back, you've got a whole percent back because you've got like flip around the other way. All right, hundred percent, yes, bang, awesome. Wow. Thank you for letting me yeah share that today. I feel empowered, and I hope other people feel empowered today too. Awesome, love it. Take care. See you next time. Thank you for watching another episode of Truth Seekers. We appreciate your interaction. So please comment, like, subscribe to YouTube, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want more, check out some of our links. Links to our masterclass, The Achievers Mindset. And come join our LinkedIn group. And what do you want to see more of? Remember, we're here to share the simple secrets of successful. So help us do that. What do you want to see? What do you want to see more of? Thanks, and see you again next time.